This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to help children process sadness, anger, and unanswered prayer when encountering the death of a loved one? Keep listening to learn more about Lacey Finn Borgo's new children's book, All Will Be Well. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Jeremiah chapter 51, verses 1 through 35. The Lord says, I will cause a destructive wind to blow against Babylon and the people who inhabit Babylonia. I will send people to winnow Babylonia like a wind blowing away chaff. They will winnow her and strip her land bare. This will happen when they come against her from every direction, when it is time to destroy her. Don't give her archers time to string their bows or to put on their coats of armor. Do not spare any of her young men. Completely destroy her whole army. Let them fall slain in the land of Babylonia, mortally wounded in the streets of her cities. For Israel and Judah will not be forsaken by their God, the Lord of heaven's armies. For the land of Babylonia is full of guilt against the Holy One of Israel. Get out of Babylonia quickly, you foreign people. Flee to save your lives. Do not let yourselves be killed because of her sins, for it is time for the Lord to wreak his revenge. He will pay Babylonia back for what she has done. Babylonia had been a gold cup in the Lord's hand. She had made the whole world drunk. The nations had drunk from the wine of her wrath, so they have all gone mad. But suddenly Babylonia will fall and be destroyed. Cry out in mourning over it. Get medicine for her wounds. Perhaps she can be healed. Foreigners living there will say, We tried to heal her, but she could not be healed. Let's leave Babylonia and each go back to his own country. For judgment on her will be vast in its proportions. It will be like it is piled up to heaven, stacked up in the clouds. The exiles from Judah will say, The Lord has brought about a great deliverance for us. Come on, let's go and proclaim in Zion what the Lord our God has done. Sharpen your arrows, fill your quivers, 
the Lord will arouse a spirit of hostility in the kings of Media, for he intends to destroy Babylonia, for that is how the Lord will get his revenge, how he will get his revenge for the Babylonians, destruction of his temple. Give the signal to attack Babylon's walls, bring more guards, post them all around the city, put men in ambush, for the Lord will do what he has planned. He will do what he said he would do to the people of Babylon. You who live along the rivers of Babylon, the time of your end has come. You who are rich in plundered treasure, it is time for your lives to be cut off. The Lord of heaven's armies has solemnly sworn, I will fill your land with enemy soldiers. They will swarm over it like locusts. They will raise up shouts of victory over it. He is the one who by his power made the earth. He is the one who by his wisdom fixed the world in place. By his understanding, he spread out the heavens. When his voice thunders, the waters in the heavens roar. He makes the clouds rise from far off horizons. He makes the lightning flash out in the midst of the rain. He unleashes the wind from the places where he stores it. All idolaters will prove to be stupid and ignorant. Every goldsmith will be disgraced by the idol he made. For the image he forges is merely a sham. There is no breath in any of these idols. They are worthless, objects to be ridiculed. When the time comes to punish them, they will be destroyed. The Lord, who is the portion of the descendants of Jacob, is not like them. For he is the one who created everything, including the people of Israel, whom he claims as his own. His name is the Lord of heaven's armies. Babylon, you are my war club, my weapon for battle. I use you to smash nations. I used you to destroy kingdoms. I use you to smash horses and their riders. I use you to smash chariots and their drivers. I use you to smash men and women. I use you to smash old men and young men. I use you to smash young men and young women. I use you to smash shepherds and their flocks. I used you to smash farmers and their teams of oxen. I used you to smash governors and leaders. But I will repay Babylon and all who live in Babylonia for all the wicked things they did in Zion, right before the eyes of you Judeans, says the Lord. The Lord says, Beware. I am opposed to you, Babylon. You are like a destructive mountain that destroys all the earth. I will unleash my power against you. I will roll you off the cliffs and make you like a burned-out mountain. No one will use any of your stones as a cornerstone. No one will use any of them in the foundation of his house. For you will lie desolate forever, says the Lord. Raise up battle flags throughout the lands. Sound the trumpets calling the nations to do battle. Prepare the nations to do battle against Babylonia. Call for these kingdoms to attack her. Ariat, Mini, and Ashkenaz. Appoint a commander to lead the attack. Send horses against her like a swarm of locusts. Prepare the nations to do battle against her. Prepare the kings of the Mideas. Prepare their governors and all their leaders. Prepare all the countries they rule to do battle against her. The earth will tremble and writhe in agony, for the Lord will carry out his plan. He plans to make the land of Babylonia a wasteland where no one lives. The soldiers of Babylonia will stop fighting. They will remain in their fortified cities. They will lose their strength to do battle. They will be as frightened as women. The houses in her cities will be set on fire. The gates of her cities will be broken down. One runner after another will come to the king of Babylon. One messenger after another will come bringing news. They will bring news to the king of Babylon that his whole city has been captured. They will report that the fords have been captured. The reed marshes have been burned. The soldiers are terrified. For the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, Fair Babylon will be like a threshing floor that has been trampled 
trampled flat for harvest. The time for her to be cut down and harvested will come very soon. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon devoured me and drove my people out. Like a monster from the deep, he swallowed me. He filled his belly with my riches. He made me an empty dish. He completely cleaned me out. The person who lives in Zion says, May Babylon pay for the violence done to me and to my relatives. Jerusalem says, May those living in Babylonia pay for the bloodshed of my people. Ezekiel chapter 5 through chapter 6. As for you, son of man, take a sharp sword and use it as a barber's razor. Shave off some of the hair from your head and your beard. Then take scales and divide up the hair you cut off. Burn a third of it in the fire inside the city when the days of your siege are completed. Take a third and slash it with a sword all around the city. Scatter a third to the wind, and I will unleash a sword behind them. But take a few strands of hair from those and tie them in the ends of your garment. Again, take more of them and throw them into the fire and burn them up. From there, a fire will spread to all the house of Israel. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. This is Jerusalem. I place her in the center of the nations with countries all around her. Then she defined my regulations and my statutes, becoming more wicked than the nations and countries around her. Indeed, they have rejected my regulations and they do not follow my statutes. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because you are more arrogant than the nations around you, you have not followed my statutes and have not carried out my regulations. You have not even carried out the regulations of the nations around you. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I, even I, am against you, and I will execute judgment among you while the nations watch. I will do to you what I have never done before and will never do again because of all your abominable practices. Therefore, fathers will eat their sons within you, Jerusalem, and sons will eat their fathers. I will execute judgments on you, and I will scatter any survivors to the winds. Therefore, as surely as I live, says the Sovereign Lord, because you defiled my sanctuary with all your detestable idols and with all your abominable practices, I will withdraw you. My eye will not pity you, nor will I spare you. A third of your people will die of plague, for we be overcome by the famine within you. A third of your people will fall by the sword surrounding you, and a third I will scatter to the winds. I will unleash a sword behind them. Then my anger will be fully vented. I will exhaust my rage on them, and I will be appeased. Then they will know that I, the Lord, have spoken in my jealousy when I have fully vented my rage against them. I will make you desolate and an object of scorn among the nations around you. In the sight of everyone who passes by, you will be an object of scorn and taunting, a prime example of destruction among the nations around you when I execute judgments against you in anger and raging fury. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will shoot against them deadly, destructive arrows of famine, which I will shoot to destroy you. I will prolong a famine on you and remove the bread supply. I will send famine and wild beasts against you, and they will take your children from you. Plague and bloodshed will overwhelm you, and I will bring a sword against you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Ezekiel chapter 6, Judgment on the Mountains of Israel. The Lord's message came to me, Son of man, turn toward the mountains of Israel and prophesy against them. Say, Mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Sovereign Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to the mountains and the hills, to the ravines and the valleys. I am bringing a sword against you, and I will destroy your high places. Your altars will be ruined, and your incense altars will be broken. 
I will throw down your slain in front of your idols. I will place the corpses of the people of Israel in front of their idols, and I will scatter your bones around your altars. In all your dwellings, the cities will be laid waste and the high places ruined, so that your altars will be laid waste and ruined. Your idols will be shattered and demolished. Your incense altars will be broken down and your works wiped out. The slain will fall among you, and then you will know that I am the Lord. But I will spare some of you. Some will escape the sword when you are scattered in foreign lands. Then your survivors will remember me among the nations where they are exiled. They will realize how I was crushed by their unfaithful heart that turned from me and by their eyes that lusted after their idols. They will loathe themselves because of the evil they have done and because of all their abominable practices. They will know that I am the Lord. My threats to bring this catastrophe on them were not empty. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Clap your hands, stamp your feet, and say, Ah, because of all the evil, abominable practices of the house of Israel, for they will fall by the sword, famine, and pestilence. The one far away will die by pestilence. The one close by will fall by the sword. And whoever is left and has escaped, these will die by famine. I will fully vent my rage against them. Then you will know that I am the Lord when their dead lie among their idols, around their altars, on every high hill, on all the mountaintops, under every green tree and every leafy oak. The places where they offered fragrant incense to all their idols, I will stretch out my hand against them and make the land a desolate waste. From the wilderness to Riblah, in all the places where they live, they will know that I am the Lord. New Testament reading, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, Paul's authority from the Lord. Now I, Paul, appeal to you personally by meekness and gentleness of Christ. I who am meek when present among you, but am full of courage towards you when away. Now I ask that when I am present, I may not have to be bold with the confidence that I expect. I will dare to use against some who consider us to be behaving according to human standards. For though we live as human beings, we do not wage war according to human standards. For the weapons of our warfare are not human weapons, but are made powerful by God for tearing down strongholds. We tear down arguments and every arrogant obstacle that is raised up against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive to make it obey Christ. We are also ready to punish every act of disobedience. Whenever your obedience is complete, you are looking at outward appearances. If anyone is confident that he belongs to Christ, he should reflect on this again. Just as he himself belongs to Christ, so too do we. For if I boast somewhat more about our authority that the Lord gave us for building you up and not for tearing you down, I will not be ashamed of doing so. I do not want to seem as though I'm trying to terrify you with my letters. Because some say his letters are weighty and forceful, but his physical presence is weak and his speech is of no account. Let such a person consider this. What we say by letters when we are absent, we also are in actions when we are present. Paul's Mission For we would not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who recommend themselves. But when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are without understanding. But we will not boast beyond certain limits but will confine our boasting according to the limits of the work to which God has appointed us, that reaches even as far as you. For we were not overextending ourselves, 
as though we did not reach as far as you, because we were the first to reach as far as you with the gospel about Christ. For we do not boast beyond certain limits in the work done by others, but we hope that as your faith continues to grow, our work may be greatly expanded among you according to our limits, so that we may preach the gospel in the regions that lie beyond you, and not boast of work already done in another person's area. But the one who boasts must boast in the Lord, for it is not the person who commends himself who is approved, but the person the Lord commends. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy and righteous God, we thank you, O Lord, for a new day and a new opportunity to get in your word together. God, we recognize in reading your word and hearing your word and sitting with your word, O Lord, just how deadly, how disgusting, how revolting idols really are. God, would you help us, even right now by the power of the Spirit, to identify, to name, to call out within us where we are making idols, O God, where we are covering up our idols instead of casting them down and setting them ablaze, O God. O Lord, would you help us to love you as you ought to be loved? God, when we are intoxicated by idols, even idols that are wrapped in religious veneer, O God, we will find ourselves making a God in our own image. And, O oh God, we will find ourselves neglecting and abusing and mistreating and disregarding our neighbor. O oh God, you are love, and no one can love us the way that you love us. You love us better than we love ourselves. And so, O oh God, when you snatch these idols from our hands, when you reveal them to our hearts, O oh God, you don't do such to crush us, but to love us and to guide us towards yourself, the true and holy and righteous and loving God. God, we ask that you would forgive us. Lord God, we apologize. We apologize for the idols that we create in our minds and our hearts, but especially the idols that are wrapped in religious veneer. God, forgive us. Strengthen us. Make us more like Jesus. Give us the strength to love, the strength to repent, the strength to buffet the flesh, the strength, O oh God, to live for you. Help us to honor you in word and deed and thought, O oh God. Help us to honor you as we live our lives and trusting all of ourselves the more and more over to you, O oh God, that we might boast in the gospel, that we might boast in your power to save and to redeem and to set free and to liberate and to renew, O oh God, that we might not boast in our ability to spiritually pull ourselves up by the bootstrap, but we boast in what you have done and are doing in us as you have justified us and as you are sanctifying us. And one day, very, very soon, you will indeed glorify us. And so, O oh God, in the meantime, walk with us. In the meantime, talk with us by the power of the Spirit. In the meantime, uphold us. In the meantime, correct us and edify us and make us more like Jesus and more like the trueness of who you have called us to be, our very truest selves before you, O oh God, in which you are pleased. So we thank you, O oh God, for this reminder today that while we might stand in awe and fear and trembling of the seriousness, the serious ways in which you regard our idol making, as we look at these particularly Old Testament passages, let that not turn us away, but instead let that turn us towards you, O oh God, 
Let us not run from you, but run to you, asking that you, by the power of the Spirit, would search us, that you would make us whole, and that you would make us holy. God, make us whole and make us holy for your name's sake. And we entrust ourselves more and more to you today. In Christ's name we pray, amen and amen. Lacey Finn Borgo's new book, All Will Be Well, tells the story of Julian, a little girl who is very sad and very angry that her grandmother, Mima, is sick. Julian wonders if God can hear her prayers or if God cares. So Mima explains to Julian that God loves us and that God can be trusted, even when we are sad or angry. This gentle story of a grandmother's love for her granddaughter incorporates the timeless wisdom of Julian of Norwich. Because of God's great love for us, all will be well. This book tackles the sensitive subjects of death and grief in a way that can be understood by children when adults read thoughtfully with them. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. 